voices It's up to you and me To shine a guiding light and lead the way United by our cause We have the power to pursue what we believe We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello there. Welcome to this episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks for your company. Joining us today, we have a panel of three. We were to have four. We contacted Suzanne Hudson to be a part of this discussion. However, at the time of recording, she has not yet responded to our request. We're joined today by Steve Richardson. Steve, hello. Thanks, Vaughan. Hi. And Doug McGinn, hello to you. Uh, hello, Vaughan. Thanks for having us. And last but not least, Lauren Henley. Hi, Vaughan. How are you going? Very well indeed. The reason that we're speaking to these people is all of them have nominated themselves or been nominated for the Blind Citizens Australia Board. Most of you will know by now that the voting starts very shortly for election to the Blind Citizens Australia Board. There are only two positions vacant on the board currently, so only two of these people, two of the four, will be elected to the board. I thought it was a good opportunity for us to hear from the candidates themselves and find out a bit about their background and why they think they should be elected to the board. Perhaps we'll start with you first, Doug. Uh, tell us about yourself and uh, why you put your name forward for the board. Uh, Vaughan, I've been involved with Blind Citizens Australia for the past 25 years um, and uh, I did lose my eyesight in a, a motor vehicle accident and uh, I think I was probably the first blind person that I'd met. So it was a, a, a bit of a shock uh, and uh, I had to go through a lot of rehabilitation, like a lot of people who acquire a vision impairment. Uh, it is a, a, a very strange situation. Um, and uh, I was on a very steep learning curve at the time. Um, I went back to university after that and did a, a mathematics degree, but uh, I couldn't find employment in that area and actually fell into the uh, position that I've been in for the last 25 years. Uh, I'm actually a, a disability advisor at the University of Tasmania. I've had uh, uh, quite an association with uh, blind citizens over the past years. Uh, I've actually been heavily involved with uh, activating a branch twice, which uh, I think is a fairly um, uh, rare occurrence, but uh, certainly um, it, it's been very good reinvigorating the uh, Tasmanian branch. Um, and most recently, uh, I was very pleased to be involved with the um, organisation of the convention. Excellent. Perhaps uh, we'll move on now to, uh, to Lauren. I'm 33 years old and I live in Victoria, originally from Newcastle, New South Wales. I Well, actually, my story is a little bit similar to Doug's in that I lost my vision in a car accident. I'm completely blind and also had to undergo a career change at that time. So similar to Doug, there was quite a lot of rehabilitation involved in that journey of acquiring vision loss through a motor vehicle accident. And I was really fortunate enough to be put in touch with other people who are blind or vision impaired very early on in the piece. And I think that's made the world of difference to my recovery and to the success that I've been able to achieve. I did a few TAFE courses around disability work and community services, business admin and a cert for in training and assessment and eventually got a paid role with Blind Citizens Australia, I guess because I was already a known quantity. I was the inaugural president of the Newcastle Hunter branch of BCA and was um, voted in, I think it was about a year and a half after I lost my sight. So really my entire journey of vision loss, there hasn't been a period of time really when BCA wasn't around. It's been a huge part of my life since then. And I've seen the organisation undergo a number of different changes. I think it's really, really exciting that we're having an election because I've seen the organisation under 
different leadership styles. I've seen what's worked well and what hasn't worked well. But I've also seen that over the years, we have gone through these cycles where elections haven't been necessary because there haven't been enough people who are keen enough to put their hands up for a leadership position. So even if I'm not the successful candidate, the fact that there is enough interest within the membership and enough people that want to put their hands up for these leadership roles is a fantastic thing. So in my current role, I'm working part-time for Council on the Ageing Victoria as a policy officer. And outside of that, I also run my own consultancy business where I provide training and professional development around issues relating to disability access and inclusion. And uh, Steve, your story is quite different. It is very different uh, from those of Lauren and Doug Vaughan. I was born totally blind. Uh, not only that, my the condition that I have also affected my bones. I have a condition called osteoporosis pseudoglioma. So I've grown up with uh, two disabilities, uh, essentially. I have spent the last 26 years working in the RPH sector. I'm a technical producer. I came to that after school. Um, I served on and off the committee there, uh, including a couple of terms as a president and a vice president. Uh, I also served on the National Forum RPH Australia, which is the overarching body um, for the RPH stations. Um, I have a diploma in audio engineering. I have a diploma in counselling. I've done some study towards my social science degree. My involvement with BCA, well, I commenced that in about 1995 and I was asked to assist with the production of Sound About Queensland. So I did that for a little while. Then I joined the Brisbane Branch Committee and took a little break from the organisation after that and came back when I was invited to yet again participate in Sound About production, this time on the national scale. I ended up becoming a part of the communications committee and worked my way through to then join the National Policy Council as a Queensland representative. It's been a rewarding experience. We've got to work on some really cool stuff, um, the service provider expectation policy and some healthcare stuff. Um, in addition to that, I have also had my own involvement in revitalising a branch, this time the Brisbane branch. Uh, which was at the very near stage of complete collapse. Uh, unfortunately, it um, wasn't very healthy. So luckily I took the role on as a coordinator last year and revitalised that, and it's now in quite a healthy state, I'm, I'm pleased to say. Um, I've also done work um, on the Life Ready podcast series, and I guess I've also loaned my talents to... Blind Citizens Australia around convention time in the form of um, jocular songs and poems. The board appointment for Blind Citizens Australia is a three-year term. What would you like to see come at the end of your term as a direct result of your involvement? I guess it's no um, secret, Vaughan, that I have a very strong passion about communications. One of the things that I would like to see happen is better communication within the organisation and also with stakeholders outside of it. I think that it's really important to me also, uh, given that I have a second disability, to recognise and include partnerships with um, other people of like mind and of like situation. Uh, we, we have some very good 
relationships building with um, deafblind people. Uh, but I would like, like to see that kind of expanded a little bit, I think, with, um, with other, other, other communities. And you know, I'm, I'm very committed to the organisation as, as far as policy is, is concerned, making sure that we continue to have equal access to technology, public transport, you know, making sure that the um, taxi transport situation continues as it is without falling apart, making sure that we, we continue to uphold the, the values and standards of the organisation. Should I be elected, I look forward to the opportunity of working at a different level and gaining some different experience uh, within the organisation. And Doug, we'll move on to you. What are your views for uh, for your time on the board? My area, obviously, is more geared towards education and obviously education to employment. Um, we all know that there is an unusual uh, high rate of unemployment for people who are blind or vision impaired. And uh, it is great that BCA has a, uh, a bit of a focus at the moment um, with regard to the uh, national projects that are uh, commencing at the moment with regard to uh, employment. Uh, certainly, uh, that is not going to be a quick fix and nobody has said it will be and it will take uh, a while for that to gather momentum. And uh, um, I know with uh, uh, John's board and Emma's team of staff, uh, it, it will certainly um, only grow in the coming years. I definitely echo Steve's thoughts around communication. I think because Blind Citizens Australia is a consumer voice, it's really important that there's transparency around what's happening internally. And I've heard a few comments from people around BCA is not doing this, BCA is not doing that. And I know that BCA has been doing things in those areas, but if members don't know that, that's the perception they have is that no work is being done. So those communication channels are really, really important. And I want to make sure that that is is not only maintained, but where possible improved into the future. I've got a really strong grassroots focus. And again, because BCA is a consumer voice, it's really important that we are a representative voice of people who are blind or vision impaired. And when we're looking at different advocacy initiatives, for example, it's very important that we find out what is important to the members and try and direct the funding and the resources to the greatest areas of need. So they're things that I would be really keen to explore. I also think that there's a huge gap between the level of support that is available for people who are under 65 under the NDIS and those who fall outside the NDIS and predominantly those are people who are over the age of 65. Uh, many people who will know me will know that that's something I'm really, really passionate about and I have been for a long time. And that's not to say that the NDIS is perfect by any means. I completely understand and acknowledge that. But I just want to make sure that the organisation is maintaining that focus on both areas into the future because age-related vision loss is still the leading cause of blindness in Australia and a lot of BCA's members do fall into that over 65s category. So it's very important that we maintain a focus on the NDIS and the aged care system. And given my professional background, I now work in the ageing sector. Also, given the work I've done around this issue in the past, I feel that I'd be able to bring some really strategic benefit to that issue. 
Before we finish up the fast money round, 30 seconds each, what is it that you have that uh, that you feel puts you above all the other candidates for uh, for people to vote for? Knowledge of administration and finance practices. I do operate my own small business. So in terms of getting my head around budgets and those sorts of things, that's something that I definitely feel comfortable with. Also extensive knowledge of Australia's disability policy framework and the environment that BCA is operating within at the moment. And I think the fact that I've seen BCA from every angle. I've been a branch president, I've been a staff member, I've been a volunteer. So I've got that holistic view of what the organisation is striving for and what it needs to look like to be a good consumer voice. Doug? I think there are a lot of blind and vision impaired people who live outside the larger cities. And certainly um, my one of my main issues would be to assist uh, the growth in the uh, rural areas around Australia. Um, and certainly... Um, I know I'm a, uh, a good communicator. Steve? I like to think that I bring empathy. Uh, I think it's important when you come to a board to have a lot of skills. It's good to have an understanding, I think, of the needs of your community of interest. And I like to think of myself as a, a, a reasonably good listener to, to people's thoughts and, and people's concerns and I you know obviously as, as someone who lives with with stuff every with with this every day like like you guys I um, I, I I like to think that I have a fair bit of empathy and, and compassion and understanding um, of the needs of members that I'm representing. Well, there are only two positions available on the board, but uh, on behalf of the membership, I wish you all the best of luck and also the best of luck to Suzanne Hudson as well. Steve Richardson, Lauren Henley and Doug McGinn, thanks for joining us on New Horizons. And uh, as I said, best of luck with the uh, coming election. Voting for that election opens on Monday. In next week's program, we'll have information about how you can vote for Steve, Lauren, Doug or Suzanne. In the meantime, have a great week. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of our dreams Of our dreams